Hey there, I'm Kevin Daisy. And I'm Eric Olson. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another live recording of the Managing Partners Podcast. My name is Kevin Daisy, and I'll be your host. Today, I have brought on some experts in cybersecurity. I have Greg and Jeff here from Valor Cybersecurity here to share their knowledge in that space, why it's important to a law firm and you as an attorney. And we're going to get some really cool, helpful tips from them in that space and cybersecurity and, and what you can do to get started, takeaways and things like that. So if you have a law firm, this is going to be important for you. So please tune in, take notes. And as always, you know, we have these episodes up on all kinds of places and I'll get into that a little bit later at the end and how you can find this in the future. So guys, thank you so much for joining me today to share. And, you know, I want to have you each introduce yourself a little bit of background on you individually, and then we'll get into some deep talk about cybersecurity. So Greg, why don't you go first? Yeah, Kevin, pleasure to be here. Thanks so much for having us. We know how important security, cybersecurity is to lawyers in our experience working intimately with them. So Greg Tomchik, CEO here at Valor Cybersecurity, started my career in software development, was running a team of about 15 to 20, had a cyber attack, and that propelled me to want to learn more about cybersecurity. I joined a defense contractor, worked for some companies in Washington, D.C., um, in what they called legal technologies at that time. So obviously we were tied to the hip with key law firms in that area as they were navigating these challenges. Um, shortly after that, you know, stayed in the private sector, helped build other cybersecurity companies. And then Jeff and I came together and started Valor Cybersecurity, uh, where we're building a great team over here and a great culture. Excellent. So you, that's interesting because you've uh, you experienced it firsthand, and that's good to have that experience versus just being on the one side and, and never had you know, that impact before. I think that's huge. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Jeff. Yeah, I think it's important to, to call out that Greg, uh, with, the, with the baseball flair in the background, we are both ODU gents, so we're all about community and, and building from our backyard. Greg played baseball at a professional level, so he knows. He doesn't typically like to tip the hat, but uh, he knows playing at the high stakes level where there's a lot on the line, you know, seventh of the inning, um, there's a lot riding on and you're looked to as a leader in those kind of high stakes environments. So just figure I'd give you a plug there. So Jeff White, Chief Security Officer and Partner over at Valley Cybersecurity. Been a great mission, been in business for a little bit under two years. My career started in the defense space as well. Spent about seven and a half years as a security contractor, working for uh, several different security contractors. Left that space and around 2015, I went into helping folks on the PCI side of the house on the credit card security uh, compliance, making sure that they know the risk of processing credit cards and working with those trusted merchants. From there, I went to work for a managed service provider and the technical kind of weeds, installing these technologies that people are using on a day-to-day -day, uh, basis to operate their business. Greg and I went to work at a company called Cyber Defense Labs, helping Fortune 50 and under companies really make sense of how technologies are enabling their businesses and the potential risks as the evolving cyber threat landscape continues to grow. And that, that brought us here today. And uh, we appreciate the time and the discussion. Oh, Jeff, I appreciate that. So you both know what you're doing, sounds like, which is good. <laughs> yeah. It's important yeah. in this world, Kevin. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, obviously, if you want to, that's tuning in, you know, I, I, we're typically interviewing managing partners 
how they're running their law firms, what success they've had, uh, what they're doing with operations and marketing and, and anything else that might be unique. And so bringing these two gentlemen on, you know, is to share, you know, what they know and, and how you can protect your firm and, and steps that you can take. So I appreciate you guys coming on to share that. And uh, before we get deep into uh, more about the company, the website address is down below. If you're listening on audio, it's valor-cybersecurity.com. Go check that out, see everything about them. And just from a, a note I had mentioned to you guys before, really well branded. I like your guys' brand. I think you've done a great job there. And uh, obviously marketing and branding is always important to us on this show as we talk about it a lot. So let's get into the company itself, Valor, and a little more, more background on that. And, and then let's talk about you know, some specific ways of how you, you interact with law firms, how you're helping law firms, and, and we'll go from there. Yeah, no, absolutely. So you know, law firms are a key part of our business. Any incident we investigate, um, any engagement we have with companies today, usually there's a either internal uh, lawyer or outside counsel. Um, so we know the challenges that lawyers are going through. As you heard throughout our journey, Jeff and I both worked at top cybersecurity companies, either separately or together. And we noticed that the paywall was way too high to get access to cybersecurity expertise and knowledge where people had to pay, you know, 20 grand, 25 grand to be able to ask experts in this space questions about how it's relevant to their business, how they make sense of it. And they kept raising the paywall to make it higher and higher. Um, because it was a niche service, just like being a niche lawyer um, in a specific space. And you know, a lot of people need you. So you continue to raise the price. So we wanted to start a company here at Valor Cybersecurity that allowed folks to ask us questions and build that trusted partnership, you know, just like you have with your CPA, just like you have with your lawyer, um, just like you have with an, with an accountant, for example. So we really try to stand in that position for the folks that we serve. Um, when it comes to serving law firms, you know, they are treasure troves of information, both internally and client information. So when they come to us, most of the time it's, we understand what protecting something means, but we may not understand some of the technology implications. So that's really usually where the conversation starts. We're a small team of four over here at Valor Cybersecurity, but building each and every day, um, really cultural focus, making sure we take care of our people. And when it comes down to helping law firms address those questions, you know, we're an open door come ask us questions and use us as a resource to better protect your law firm going forward. Uh, excellent. Yeah. I think, you know, as you know, a rule lawyers and law firms, they, they protection of, of information and keeping records and stuff like that. It's kind of worked in, it's ingrained in them, but with all the technology, everything online and access to that stuff these days, I've seen some questionable things <laughs> with law firms that we've worked with. And I would say most of them are not, probably prepared for most things or had the right protection in place, uh, especially as you're trying to keep up with growing and scaling and all the challenges that come with that. And then uh, add in new technologies or going remote and all your employers are at home and, you know, things like COVID. So you know, how are they dealing with those challenges and, and keeping up to date? Uh, it sounds like it'd be quite a bit of, uh, of things that could go wrong. So. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, yeah. It's interesting, Kevin, that you mentioned that, you know, we don't look at, you know, law firms being unsecure, but we know, you know, law firms, there's a lot of trust, as we mentioned, place in from their, their uh, circle of clients that they're going to do, you know, diligent activities to protect their information and do right what's or do do uh, what's right for them. At the end of the day, law firms are critically important these days to not only 
before an incident occurs, but responding to an incident from ensuring things like timely breach notification, you know, to internal key stakeholders of the business, but also making sure that your clients know that if an incident were to occur, what happened, you know, when it happened and what is the impact of the client? Yeah. Is my stuff safe? Has it been taken care of? Yeah, that makes sense. And Greg, one of the things you said, uh, you know, the, the paywall and where cybersecurity is, you know, a fairly newer topic to most, um, and it's just blown up that I can see where people were like, well, you want to talk to us or meet with us or have us come in, we're going to charge a premium for it. And especially law firms have a target on their back because everyone just assumes or, you know, that they make a lot of money and, and they're, they're a good target for that, which is probably why they're a really good target for cybersecurity breaches <laughs> and security risks. I know for, from our standpoint on websites, uh, every law firm that we build a website for, we have ADA compliance because people are looking to sue law firms because their website's not compliant and they just go out, go find them and make a case about it. So we protect them on that side to say, well, you know, you're protected from that and make sure that doesn't happen to you because law firms are just targets. And so one of the things you said though, what's the, the paywall that you said you're, you're trying to lower that is, you know, I think we should charge everyone watching right now for this advice that we're given. So, right. be a, um, <laughs> so yeah. tell me more about like, uh, what can a lawyer an attorney listening right now and they're sitting there going, I don't even know if I've properly taken care of my stuff. And maybe they're a newer firm or maybe they're a longstanding firm. What are some of the things that they should be thinking about right now as far as what they could do, uh, how to make sure that they are protected? What can we share with them? Yeah, I think one of the key mindsets whenever we walk into a law firm or really any business and, and start to talk to the, the partners at the firm is cybersecurity is not just a technology issue. It's people, process, and technology. And when you start to think about, you know, where are the threats in your organization from a people standpoint, where are they from a process standpoint, and where are they from a technology standpoint, it really helps level set, you know, what cybersecurity really starts to mean for that business. You know, everybody's working from home. You know, we're all, especially in the legal space, and we've worked in this space previously on the same format, but we're trying to do things so fast to make sure that clients get their information in a timely manner. You know, a, co a court case is going forward. We're so focused on the task at hand that these threats come in from really a side angle and they oftentimes don't get looked at. So, you know, if, if it's not seen and it's not tangible to touch, a lot of folks kind of turn a blind eye to it. And that's really, you know, one of the fundamentals for lowering that paywall is to say, you know, it's important. You've seen it maybe happen to your friend down the street or, you know, another attorney that you work for, but you don't want to go ahead and pay a huge amount of money in order for someone to tell you where you're, you're doing it wrong. Um, you want someone to say, here's what your business does. Here's what we recommend you do. So kind of cutting through a lot of that noise. I think that's where the process starts. One of the interesting statistics that came out recently is only about 21% of law firms across the United States use multi-factor authentication to get into these critical systems that have the treasure troves of client information. That's a huge area we try to elevate to say, you, know, you don't need to do all this whiz-bang stuff from a security perspective and have this huge built-out team, so on and so forth. You know, Really just start with having a plan in place, like Jeff mentioned put multi-factor authentication in order to access your critical systems. And that gets you on the right path. Um, at the end of the day, if we can get more people there, I think we've done it. We've done a heck of a job at the end of the day. And that's the mission we're really on when it comes to helping and serving law firms. Excellent. So there's one tip right there, two factor authentication. If you don't know what that is, 
Google it. <laughs> but I, I know just speaking yeah. from my company, that's in our process. So when we hire a new employee, it's on the onboarding. They have to set up two-factor on every single account that we have, no matter what it is. It's got to be engaged and checked off and signed off and for everything. So that's something that we've been doing for the last few years. But um, it can be a headache sometimes, and you got to – you know, get everyone to set all that stuff and, and save, you know, backup codes and all that stuff. But we worked into our process. So, excellent. Hey there, this is Eric J. Olson, the CEO of Array Law. If you're ready to work with a world-class digital marketing company, reach out. You can find us online at ArrayLaw.com or call us at any time, 757-333-3021. When you mentioned, so as far as like a paywall, when you're talking about lowering that and getting in to to give them some advice and things they can do, what does that look like for your company? If I was a law firm right now and wanted to engage you at the lowest level to say, hey, Greg, Jeff, can you bring your team in and talk with us and do some investigating? What does that look like? Yeah, a big big part of what we've learned over our experience, you know, mentioning working at top cybersecurity firms, working for other folks is the cost behind cybersecurity was very high from a monetary standpoint, but also from a time standpoint. So it took these general partners, it took these leaders of organizations a lot of time away from their day that they were looking at as a loss to them. So they considered cybersecurity what they call a cost center. So what we did is we created a $599 assessment. It's about 25 questions online. You can get together with your team for 10 to 15 minutes, answer the questions, our team can go back and give you specific recommendations on your business. That's kind of the first step we see in getting your business more protected, more secure. But we always say, you know, give us a call, start to just the conversation around, you know, what are you guys seeing in my space? You know, what are some things I should consider? And whether we become the right partner or not, we hope that that conversation leaves you a little bit more certain, a little bit more protected, a little bit more secure at the end of the day. Um, and that's where we like to start folks out and not say, you know, we're going to charge you an hour just to ask us questions. We like to open the door and say, let's start the conversation. Let's find a way to leave you better off. And that's the mission we're on at the end of the day. That's excellent. So $5.99, you do it online and you guys get the information you need and they don't spend <laughs> all their time. That's, that's a good point. I didn't really think about that with the energy that it probably takes to have partners, especially if a larger firm get together, meet, you know, they have their internal IT staff or CTOs and CIOs or whatever they might have just to make the decision to bring you in that and then have to get all that collection and and data and stuff from everybody. That's really awesome. I love that. If they go to your website, can they find out more information on, on signing up for one of those audits or? Yep, absolutely. It's in the top banner of our website. We're happy to share the link. If you shoot us an email or send us a message, happy to put it in front of you and see if it's right for your business, your law firm. That's excellent. I mean, you think about attorneys, some charge $500 an hour. So the collective time that it could be, you know, take to spend <laughs> uh, versus, Hey, uh, get your, you know, IT person there, whoever knows the most, uh, fill out the survey and form and, and we can get started and, and collect some data. Jeff, what would you have to add to that as far as, you know, you guys, you're all's approach with, with this audit, what they can expect if they were to do it and what next steps could to potentially look like? Yeah, it's a great question. So, you know, to kind of uh, allude past uh, what Greg mentioned, as far as that we want to work collaboratively 
with your IT firm that you have in place. We're not there to rip and replace or take over their job. We want to make security a, a unified front marching forward. And we do want to take the resources that you guys have in place. We want to alleviate that burden to the firm. So a lot of these questions may be technology driven, but at the end of the day, are going to be targeted towards your business. So we want to make sure that the key stakeholders that you already have in place and the trust there, we want to work alongside them to row forward. In terms of next steps, recommendations, we typically provide a security roadmap. We understand that you know, Rome can't be tackled in a day. We want to provide you little by little steps to mature in that what we call the security journey. So what can be done now, we call it quick wins. What can be done in the next three to six months and then six to 12 months. So that way you know that there is a progressive model to crawl, walk, run to get you to that next step as cyber threats continue to evolve. That's awesome. I love that. Uh, we, we take a very similar approach. Uh, we actually have an audit that we do here and it's very similar. It's what's the quick wins we can get to, you know, for, for our case, it's, it's content and websites and organic traffic through organic SEO, but there's quick wins and those things that's going to take a long time to get through and some cost more than others. So it's, how can we get the best results the fastest and work towards that that roadmap, like you're saying, uh, makes a lot of sense. And I think for, I would think for a lot of law firms or even my firm, anybody thinking cybersecurity, I'm going to bring someone in, you're thinking, oh, this is going to be a can of worms and, you know, how long is it going to take? And, you know, will they just continue to, to just, you know, gash me with bills and invoices and, and what's, what's that look like? So, which might deter them from even going down that path. Like, you know what, I'm going to roll the dice here and just not even engage. So I like that a lot. Obviously, I'm here with you guys, and you know, I want you guys to grow. And you guys, have, you know, actually, Greg and Jeff and I sat down and had lunch and met the, um, together. These guys know what they're doing. They're growing a company. They're going to be growing quickly, and they already have the experience. So, but for attorneys listening right now, you're all across the country. If they are looking to work with a cybersecurity company that's near them, right, in their city, their town, what's some tips for them? Like what to look for, what to look out for how to choose the, the right partner if it's not valor, right? Yeah, we're, we're never going to say we're right for everybody. You know, the thing that really you should look for is somebody that speaks your business's language. They have experience with similar profile businesses, whether you're a one-person law firm or a thousand-person law firm. They need to speak the language of your industry vertical, I think, from the start. They need to have a proven track record in cybersecurity. A lot of folks in IT and cybersecurity are heavily technical. So if, if you want somebody that can come in and just kind of sit in a corner and be more of a technical team and not necessarily talk to anybody, then look for a company like that. If you're looking for somebody who's more business focused, but understands those technical aspects, I think that's somebody you should go after. So I think, you know, it's, it's just like going to get a business partner, going to get a CPA. You know, if you're a lawyer trying to get another type of lawyer to work with, it's the same type of vetting process. I think proximity is important um, because getting together with people and being able to have these conversations in, per in person is very important. When I was working in DC, it was always nice to be able to go visit the law firm that we were doing investigations with and kind of map things out on a whiteboard to say, you know, here's what chain of custody looks like for this mutual client we have as we're investigating a cyber incident. Um, I think, you know, testimonials always help, as you know, Kevin in the marketing space to help build trust with folks and kind of have that validation. You know, I think those are some key aspects. Uh, Jeff, anything, anything to add to that? There's a lot to unpack there. You know, I'd definitely say looking at the vendor relationships that these 
uh, cybersecurity firms are engaging with, we're seeing a continued theme that breaches are occurring not just at the business or the law firm, but the vendors that are doing business with them. So, you know, you may have your Ford in order, but there may be a pinhole that somebody else can get through, through that trusted vendor. That may be a critical, you know, somebody delivering a widget or we'll call it DocuSign for in the legal space. That's a, that's a critically important uh, vendor. Definitely, you know, some, some general recommendations, I would say making sure that they are going to be doing what's right for you at the end of the day. You know, we want to serve folks, uh, but making sure that we're being mindful of what the initiatives are of the business moving forward. And those are always in our crosshairs or the, the cybersecurity team's crosshairs for moving forward. Excellent. No, this is all, it's all good information. And yeah, you know, proximity, it sounds like that's important. Maybe not necessary, but uh, yeah. So if you're out there looking for some help and you know, you want someone local and, and whatever, I'm sure you can connect with these, these two gentlemen and they'll, they'll assist you or give you recommendations. I think another way too is just, you know, how a lot of lawyers are, re, you know, referred. They have referral partners. Um, you ask on a law firm if, if they've gone this route before, maybe they have something they recommend in your town or area. Or if not, and you're new to this and you're not really sure what to do, it sounds like uh, their assessment uh, would make a lot of sense and it's a pretty low barrier to entry uh, price point wise. And it could save you a lot more money than it costs, that's for sure. So... Well, I mean, I appreciate you guys. What any other big takeaways? Uh, if again, an attorney on the show right now, listening, tuning in, uh, anything else? You know, you could give them a tip or, or something they can do right now um, outside of what you've already shared with us. Yeah, we're we're big on community and helping companies build their businesses as well. We're very focused on that. So if if you're in Florida or you're in California and you're looking for a partner like us, obviously we would love to help you out. But we have connections in this industry all over the country. Um, really all over the world. So we're happy to give those referrals. We work with various business attorneys in the different areas of law. So if you come to us and say, hey, I'm looking for somebody you know, who's doing this, we're happy to do it. Our door is open. One of the other key points when you're looking for a partner in our space, but also in IT, is making sure that they're vendor agnostic. Jeff hit on it earlier, but if somebody is coming in and telling you, here are all your gaps, you know, buy my next tool in order to pat myself on the back, We've seen companies go down a bad path during that, and they end up buying a hundred different tools that are all working against each other because that provider who had the assessment was just trying to make their next buck. So that's one of the things that you can kind of smell. And I'm sure most lawyers listening to this show would, would understand that as well as would be able to kind of smell that before signing all those tools on, but just making sure you, you caution yourself there. Um, you, we all get busy and we want we want you to make the right decisions. And that's why we exist as a company. Andrew, I mean, that's not something I uh, would have thought about before. Mm -hmm. So having, <laughs> yeah, buy this tool instead of this one you're using. And it's, they're basically making profit share and or profit off that potential relationship. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, anything to add? Yeah, I would just definitely say looking at your internal law firm, making sure that you have the right folks within your firm. That if somebody calls you with that hot button issue, cyber event, or a confirmed breach has happened, we call it an incident, that you have the right expertise within your firm that can speak the language of what's necessary in terms of privacy, above data and people privacy, uh, breach notifications. And it has to be at the federal, state, and local level because we're seeing disparate requirements within those different um, layers of what's necessary in the event of a breach occurring. You know, we said earlier, bringing a third party, an unbiased eye, 
that is looking to grow your business and the trust in, in your market for, you know, that listens to you, that's willing to work collaboratively and talk to your IT team, you know, conduct that baseline assessment. No good cybersecurity firm will say, we know how to get you there without having a, here's what current, you know, state looks like, you know, allow them to regularly come in and inspect your business as opposed to when a fire occurs. We like to call it, we want to be the fire marshals that are going in and say these best practices before a spark even happens to your business, as opposed to the firefighter. We know that firefighters are more costly when the bill comes in the mail. You know, bring law firms into the conversation as well as your cybersecurity expert to say, you know, hey, if an incident were to occur, what would it look like? What would be the key uh, responsibilities? And what would the swim lanes look like when it comes to those timely activities? And then also I would say, you know, data map, you know, work with your IT team, figure out where your sensitive data lies and what vendors and what individuals are having access to that. Bring your own devices is the last thing. You know, we know we have a lot of folks walking around with good old, you know, iPhones, Android devices. Many of them are not sponsored by the law firm due to walking in and out of courthouses and things like that. You may have downloaded TikTok and we would recommend you to take TikTok off your device because essentially it's a surveillance tool by a foreign country. But just making sure that you're asking, is this a risk or willing to uh, you know, consume, Get having our own devices in our environment as opposed to issuing devices that we can manage at the, at the law firm level. So Awesome. Great tips. I, I got rid of TikTok a little while ago. And we might have some attorneys on here that that use TikTok to try to get viral and get views and all that good stuff. And I've had a few, uh, I had a guy on there uh, a couple weeks ago. He was got like a couple hundred thousand followers and he does TikTok and Instagram and, and all that good stuff. So, but think about that before you use it and bring it to your firm and, and tie it to your firm. It sounds like that'd be a bad idea. So, well, great guys. A lot of good tips here. Definitely, uh, you know, brings, you know, some things, you know, highlighted some things that they, you know, you should be concerned of. Uh, about if you have a firm, and um, I think your offerings, you know, excellent. So I think it's worth taking a look at what their audit is and what it involves, and um, if not, reach out to these these two and ask them any questions you might have. Uh, on this podcast, I always try to connect our guests with with any of you out there that are listening, and everyone's always open to you know LinkedIn message or email, whatever it might make sense to do. The website address again is below ballard-cybersecurity.com. Gentlemen, what's another way that they can connect with you uh, directly through either social or email if you want to share that information or a phone number that we can we can put out to them? Yeah, Kevin, we're huge on LinkedIn. So definitely check us out. LinkedIn slash company slash Valor dash cybersecurity, just like our website. Um, you can find us both on there individually. Feel free to reach out to us there. Um, you can go to our website. It has all of our information. 757-276-8412 is our company line. You know, feel free to give us a call. We're open to a discussion just like this that could be you know, most relevant for your business. Um, that's why we exist. Uh, we're, we want to help and help people be better off from a security perspective and help, you know, hopefully help them sleep better at night. I was, when I was in DC, there was a lot of lawyers that were not sleeping well because cybersecurity was looming over their head like a cloud. So to be able to clear those clouds out, let the sunshine come through, that's the mission at the end of the day. I love it. Well, again, just thank you both for coming on and share a little bit about your knowledge in cybersecurity and it's specifically for attorneys and law firms and, and what they should be considering. And uh, so if you're listening, I hope you found this helpful. Take action. Don't wait till there's a breach. 
and check out these guys. Uh, I think they can really help you out. And if, if not, at least steer you in the right direction. So Jeff, Greg, anything else you want to add before we, we sign off? No, just lastly, just, you know, lean into the conversation. As mentioned, it's a lot more expensive to be leaning on the, the heels of your feet. So we'll call it being always being proactive um, to starting that initial step forward. It's been great to be here. And Kevin, on behalf of Greg and I and the Valor team, we want to thank you again for uh, having us on as a guest. And we wish everybody a, a safe and secure weekend ahead. Absolutely. Well, Greg, Jeff, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm sure it was very helpful for a lot of folks, and I appreciate that. Everyone tuning in, this – my camera goes blurry on me. You can find this episode and many others on our website. This is array.com forward slash podcast. We have almost 250, 250 published episodes, plenty more on the way. We're ramping this show up. And the only thing I ask, if anyone's listening, share this with someone. You know, if you know an attorney or a law firm that might find these helpful, please share. Uh, we have a whole library of this content, and we're going to be, this will be on LinkedIn, it's on YouTube, it's on our website. And so send me any questions you have or ideas, content that we can have on the show, guests that we should have on the show, and uh, happy to accommodate. And then, of course, if you need help with content, SEO, ranking your law firm, visitarray.com, check us out, reach out to me, got any questions, I'm happy to answer them, just like Greg and Jeff. So, gentlemen, thank you so much. And everyone else, have a, a great day. Thank you. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. See you, everyone. We've been recording this podcast free of charge for years. Hopefully, you're getting amazing value out of it. We don't ask for much, but would you do us one favor? Would you tell just one person about this podcast? If you get any value whatsoever, all we ask, and we'd greatly appreciate it, is share the podcast with one person just like you.